You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It is time for the pre-March Madness edition of BetQLU presented by BetMGM. The king of sportsbooks, BetMGM offers the ultimate sports betting experience with innovative parlay selection features, special odds boosts, daily promotions, and much more. Turn game day into payday at BetMGM. Download the app and sign up today with promo code ELI600. That's ELI600. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Colorado, Indiana, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Nevada, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, or West Virginia only. Bet up to $600 risk-free. Open a BetMGM account with the bonus code ELI600, and your first bet is totally free, up to $600. Again, BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, and probably the king of of Twitter, my Twitter, college basketball Twitter, the king of radio.com sports, and BetQL is Thomas Casale, at the Thomas Casale on Twitter. How are we doing tonight, Tom? Good. It's at the Tom Casale. <laughs> well, I had to mix it up at some point. Took me about seven or eight podcasts. We're back to square one like we were back in 2020, I guess, the last time I messed it up. Well, the good news is, is I don't think people are going to be running to follow, so <laughs> uh, we're good. Of course, Tom. They're they're following you. They're following me, at Eli Herskovich. Whether you want to or not, just follow us on Twitter. Follow BetMGM at BetMGM. That's simple. Follow BetQL at BetQL app. Again, we are brought to you by BetQL as always. And we scroll down to our always fancy schmancy graphic. BetQL tells you which side professional bettors are picking, real-time line movement, and historical betting results. Download on the App Store, Apple App Store, or get it on Google Play. All right, man. I've waited literally long enough, 14 minutes, before we get to our best bets. Best bet breakdown for the NCAA tournament round of 64. You could always check these out as well on BetQL.com, Radio.com, Radio.com Sports, the sports betting section, or on the BetQL app. So, Tom, I want you to start your first best bet among the three that you have in the article. What is it? I have two in the article because Oklahoma got taken out. I had originally put Oklahoma in there and, like, I'm serious. 30 seconds after we posted, we found out the COVID news. So I went right on my account and I bought out on Missouri. I don't want to deal with that. So I really liked Oklahoma, but I'm going to lay off there. The bet I like, I'm going against a lot of people. I like Arkansas. Uh, you know, I, I see a lot of Colgate love out there. Where's the and crest toothpaste? The, oh, it's in the bathroom. I got the, yeah, I switched to crest toothpaste this week. I'm not taking any chances. But, you know, the thing I wrote in the article, and I haven't heard anyone else mention this, is that Colgate's only played five teams all year. BU, Holy Cross, Bucknell, Loyola, and Army. I mean, think about it. Their best win is Army. So, and you know, they didn't play Navy, who I thought all year long was the best team in the Patriot League. Uh, I know they lost. They had COVID issues in the tournament. So I I think this Colgate team might be a little fraudulent. And they play fast. They play Arkansas's pace. I mean, they played the easy schedule. They had 15 games. They gave up 70 or more points eight times. I mean, what are the Hogs going to do to them? Running and gunning? Justice Smith? uh, I I don't know, man. I don't see it. Maybe Colgate scores 80-plus and stays in this game. But I really like Arkansas a lot. And listen, are you telling me – you were going to go against a man who owns an Arkansas pillow pet? There I mean, it is. The, there's no way, right? I mean, what are the chances? Arkansas pillow pet. I mean, hogs by 25, baby. That's incredible. I hope somebody gets that immediately. Please tag Tom. See, that's a reason why you have to follow Tom on Twitter, so you could tag him with that pillow pet. Can you please, 30 seconds or less, uh, where did you get the pillow pet? We got a bunch of those. The Really, I could have picked about 45 other teams and brought a pillow pet down here. We uh, we bought them for my son when he was younger, and we just started collecting them. 
and there was this sports store in Albany, New York. I swear to God, they had a million of them, and we used to go there every Christmas, and we were the only ones who bought them. Every year, the guy was begging me. He's like, you again, please, take more, take more. <laughs> we were making deals on the side, so I ended up with like 30 pillow pets, and a couple years ago, we got the razor back. Where's my Rutgers pillow pet? We didn't. We didn't make it to Rutgers. I'm sorry. That's a uh, uh, God. It's it's a shame too because there was one there, and if I could turn back time, <laughs> I would have bought that one. No doubt. I don't believe you. All right. So that's your best bet uh, for the. Yeah. And I, listen, I know there, there's a lot of action on this game. Um, you know, I think it's an intriguing game because I think I think the general media likes Colgate. I just don't know where it's coming from. Uh, so we'll have, and again, if Colgate played Virginia or Villanova teams that like to slow it down, I would like them more to, for, for an upset. Cause I think they could get them out of their pace. Arkansas loves this pace. They have deeper, they have a deeper team. They have better players. I think a lot of people are going to be disappointed. Uh, thinking Colgate's a live dog here. They're bigger, not just better players, but they're more bigger. physical. Connor Vanover, he got trucked by Jeremiah Tillman in one of their matchups earlier in the year when Justin Smith was out. But to that point, Justin Smith back in the lineup, Arkansas, something like 18, 19 and two, 19 and three with him in the lineup. So he means that much from, from a physical standpoint, from a size standpoint against a Colgate team that is way undersized in this matchup to your point. And Colgate's perimeter defense, I will say is pretty stout among the teams they faced. Like you mentioned the army win Army's ranked 198, 189th, something like that on Kempom. So nothing to write home about in one of their better wins of the season or two of their better wins of the season. Colgate has given up the ninth highest two-point scoring rate in college basketball. So let's take that into account. Yeah. Loyola Chicago, not Loyola Chicago, Loyola Maryland hug around on Sunday for a half because in the, in the Patriot League championship game because they scored inside or they're at least able to get to the basket in transition. If Arkansas can establish itself down low and then work inside out through Justin Smith or through Moses Moody, who's one of the best players in the country as a freshman, this will be a blowout. So the more I kind of thought about it, the beginning of the week I was thinking about Colgate, but man, that is a, a tough test for a team without much size. Yeah, and again, it's it's not so much – Colgate's a good team, but playing this pace with Arkansas, I, I just don't think it's going to work. And listen, if they if they shoot the lights out from three Colgate and stay in it, you tip your hat to them. But I think this game sets up well for the Hogs. And, you know, one thing to watch for Arkansas before they got in, into SEC play, when they played teams like this, they would get out to big leads. They came out strong. So I like that because I think they'll be focused. I, if the Hogs come to play, it's going to be a long, long day for Colgate. I will say this. I was not happy to see it at the 1230 Friday game. I am 0-88 lifetime betting that goddamn first Friday game. <laughs> I was hoping we'd get, a, get into the tournament a little bit. You know, I'd have a few drinks and, you know, we could relax. And, you know, now they're hitting me right away. So, hey, it's it's between me and the me and my bookie. One of us is getting our legs chopped off right away. Can we get a live feed, live Twitter, BetQL Live with Thomas Casali at 1230 Eastern on Friday when Arkansas takes on <laughs> Colgate, I, I I think we need like toothpaste out. We need Colgate toothpaste. We need crest. We need the, we need the the doll, whatever the hell you call that thing. We need and that I, everything. And I know people probably think I'm kidding. I'm not. I, I threw out my Colgate toothpaste and uh, went to the store. To buy I, I I'm I'm all in. It was like the time the Cowboys played the Eagles in the playoffs in the early '90s, and I threw away all the Philly cream cheese. I don't take any chances, baby. What does your wife think about all this? She's used to it. We've been married a while. The she's uh she actually she's so used to it. She stopped talking to me this week. Like something was going on with the kids, and I'm like, why don't I know about this? And she said, you said this don't talk to you. And I said, I met Friday, <laughs> so <laughs> she started on Monday. <laughs> That's incredible. Return of the Zach said, shot of toothpaste on every three. <laughs> I need it, man. I need if you if you truly enjoy and appreciate content, Tom, it'll happen. <laughs> That's not happening. All right, <laughs> moving along here on to one of our other best bets. So, do you want to go, or do you want me to go? How do you want to? How do you want to play this game? You can go. Okay. We have best bets. We have upsets there. We have final four picks. Everything. We have a bunch more stuff there that we're going to go over on the show. It's all so there. Go over yeah. there and, and and read the articles. We we got it all. That's basically Tom's. Tom saying, I have worked my ass off this, this entire week, which you have, dude. 
one of the best, truly one of the best sports betting minds I know, and one of the hardest working people I know. And if that wasn't the case, he wouldn't be on BetQLU right now doing a podcast at 1022 Eastern. So well, thanks. Appreciate and, it, man. Hey, and if you like me out there, just go click on the articles. You don't even have to read them. Just click them. <laughs> and then you can go do whatever you want. That is clickbait master Tom Casale. <laughs> Unbelievable. All right. Let's move along to some of these games. Can't believe I'm saying this, Tom. Actually, I'm not going to do it. I'm, I'm not going to do that to myself. My best bet, it's Saturday. And the line has moved considerably. But I like it on the money line. We One of our articles we did was, was money line dogs that should be able to cash. We're both on it. Ohio, you against Virginia. Yeah. If you haven't heard about Jason Preston yet, you're going to on Saturday. One of the best point guards, mid-major, high-major, whatever it may be. And I'm Noah Cozy up at Ohio. This is one of the most dangerous teams. And I, listen, you go through the MAC tournament and you watch them against Buffalo. They hung on to the lead against a Buffalo team that can come back, has come back from a lot of double-digit deficits all season. So I don't know if Ohio would have been able to, uh, to hang on. But then you think about this matchup against Virginia, a Virginia team that plays the pack line defense. Ohio is a top 30 three-point scoring rate. So that means you know a decent amount of points come from behind the arc for the Bobcats. You have Preston who is a matchup nightmare for Kia Clark. Kia Clark, even though he was a big piece in that Virginia team that won the title from a couple of years back, cannot match up against Jason Preston. So you have the Preston factor, and you have a Virginia team that's getting to Indianapolis and is going to have one day to prep for this game. One day to prep on a court they've never played at and a shooting backdrop they've never seen before. And if you buy into any of the narratives, and I'm not telling you to bet this because of the narrative, we bet this on Sunday before the news came out, that Virginia is not going to get to Indy until Friday. If you buy into any of the narrative that these kids are getting cold meals, they don't want to be here, blah, 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 blah. You think Virginia wants to be in Indy after getting there on Friday for a day? It hasn't been a whole week, but a day uh, after this COVID situation, who knows who's going to be out for the who's. So I think Ohio is very valuable at seven and a half plus seven and a half. We got it at plus eight and a half and sprinkle some on the money line. Yeah, no, I'm I'm with you. I don't want that guy on Twitter to yell at us, but I we got it at eight and a half. It's down down to seven. The guy on Twitter who yelled at us and said, "Don't say what you got." Well, we do that for that. We're I feel that's valuable to people. We're, I'm saying I'd play this down to seven. Um, so I'm saying if you didn't get the eight and a half, still bet it um, right. down to seven because I I have a, a decent wager on the money line. I think I agree with everything you said. Like I said with. Colgate, like if they played Virginia, I would like them. This is kind of the game. I like this is a bad draw for Virginia. They're playing a star player. They're playing a, a team with a lot of offensive firepower who can hurt their defense and just being rusty. You know, if you're Virginia, you didn't want to see a team like Ohio with one day to practice because these this team has athletes. I know it was a long time ago, but if you watch that Illinois game, and I said this Sunday I picked Ohio to win the MAC, and I watched that game. Man, were they going to – that was one of the better games of the season. They were going toe-to-toe with Illinois for, you know, all, all the way through. This team has talent. I think they win this game outright. I have them actually going to the Sweet 16. All right, and we'll get to that matchup in a second, who they might play in the Sweet 16. We'll talk about the number 5 seeded Creighton Blue Jays against UC Santa Barbara in a couple minutes. By the way, the odds at BetMGM, Ohio plus 7.5, so Virginia is still a 7.5-point favorite. Get those odds. Right now at BetMGM. That Total still seems high to me. I yeah. thought that was going to go down to six and a half easy. We'll see on Friday. Because if, if Virginia gets there and somebody's out, let's say Jay Huff has COVID. Who knows? Whoever it was, they were on the court against Syracuse in the quarterfinal last week or in the semifinal. So, or quarterfinal, yeah, because that was before the game that got canceled. Uh, the money line for Ohio is sitting at plus 280. Again, the total in that one is 130 and a half. Still value, valuable to me at that price, and I would I would take a look at Ohio there. By the way, some people are putting in the chat that uh, one day of prep for a team like Boston College or Wake Forest. I don't think you've seen Jason Preston. If you want to go bet Virginia, go ahead. I would bet Ohio minus five today against either one of those teams. The uh, I mean, those teams are absolute dog crap. Uh, so, you know, I think it's different um, in a tournament. I mean – I just think if you haven't seen Ohio play, and, and, and don't always look at like the win. Listen, when you play in conference, you're going to lose some games. You know, it, it's their conference game. But just if you've watched the Ohio team play and the athletes that they have, I just think this was a bad draw for Virginia. Yeah. I would have liked Ohio without the COVID. 
situation probably. But now you throw that in, that's just an added bonus. Right. So by the time Friday comes around, like I said, like I mentioned, something will happen to this line one way or the other. If there's no COVID issue for Virginia, maybe it goes back up to eight, but I doubt it at this point. I feel like the market and the public. You know, to, to your point, somebody asked on Twitter, why are we why are we posting what we already bet? Because people, some people are are new to the game, new to sports betting, and don't understand that with a tournament like this, just like the Super Bowl, public money can move a line. And public money helped move this Ohio line. There's no question about it. So that's why we post what we get, because we want people to get ahead of the action. Like we were able to somewhat, the, the soft opener on this game was 10 and a half. By the way, so we have a little bit of breaking news on the show. Jeff Goodman just tweeted this out. Appreciate the people letting us know in the chat. Let's just get the official tweet out from Goodman. Uh, Georgia Tech will be without star big man Moses Wright officially. Uh, sources told me and Brett McMurphy from Stadium. Two friends of the show. Goodman came on our preseason podcast. Shout out to shout out to Jeff Goodman for breaking some more news. So Moses Wright is out with COVID against Loyola Chicago. That line is at four and a half. Loyola Chicago minus four and a half against the Yellow Jackets at Bet MGM. Really quickly on that game. Uh, how would you approach it? Would you bet Georgia Tech now that the lines move two points or complete stay away? It's a stay away for me. This game's been a stay away for me the whole time. I've looked at it. I've, you know, I lean Loyola a little bit when it was at the previous number. Now it's just, uh, you know what I mean? It's, uh, I still think Georgia Tech's going to, is going to play tough. I think it's going to be a tight game, but you're obviously losing an important player there. So here's the, this is the why I went off Oklahoma, even though I still think they're going to win that game. With all these games, why take the chance, right? If there's if there's people who aren't going to show up, or if there's COVID issues, there's other games to bet. So I don't want to try to guess, uh, you know, how this is going to impact the game. To me, that's a tough, tough game. Find another game to bet. There it is, preacher Tom Casale. Unfortunately, you're not able to talk to Sister Jean because I'm sure she would have some words of advice to you. I, I can't believe an 101 year old is going to the NCAA tournament. That's insane. I assume she's vaccinated. I, yeah, this this stuff doesn't interest me. So you know me, I'm A to B. I don't give a darn about any of this nonsense. Just wave the hand around. Just <laughs> flip it around. It's, it's not, not on your plate to deal with. You have a lot more to deal with these days on your plate. All right, let, let's move along here. So first best bets that we talked about, Tom broke down his best bet uh, of the night. I gave oh. you Ohio. Yeah, and just Tom, so what did you, you say again, oh, Arkansas, right? Arkansas, and just so you know, I actually, for the guy on Twitter, I got the a bad number on Arkansas. I hit it at nine, and now it's down eight and a half. So just so everyone knows, I would play it at eight and a half, too, um, if you still like Arkansas. And the Ohio, I would, I would play down to seven. But those are my two top plays for the first round. The only other thing I, I might take, you know, I'm kicking myself because I missed the good number on it. But I like to win through up over 67 and a half. I, I think whether they cover or not, they're going to be able to hurt uh, Villanova defensively because their defense is a trash bag. So the I, I think over Winthrop 68 and a half is what is that now. That's as high as I'd go. But I would take a look at that too. I, I might put a little bit on that since I, I lost out on my Oklahoma wager. Tom's breakdowns for the first round, round of 64, the NCAA tournament. Remember, you could also go to BetMGM and use the promo code ELI600 for the bonus code there. And Get your first bet totally risk-free up to $600. So if you bet $600, up to $600 on Ohio, plus 7.5, and Tom and I are crying on Saturday night because Virginia won the game by 20 points, you're getting your money back. Tom and I aren't. It's a great it's a great promotion. Uh, for I'll tell you what, man. I wish like heck we had bet MGM in New York because talk about great content. Imagine me putting 600 on Arkansas, Colgate winning outright. I mean, that's uh, <laughs> using the Eli code and getting my money back. <laughs> I mean, that's that stuff writes itself. I'll tell you what, if, I did, if, if by some miracle they pass mobile sports betting in the next 48 hours in New York, I will take that $600 and bet it on Rutgers just for you. <laughs> Speaking of that, go ahead. There it is. There's Tom's transition. That is a pro. That is a pro's pro. Tom Casale, breaking down uh, how to move on to the next game because he's tired. Moving on to Rutgers uh, up against Clemson in the first round. I'm surprised this line as it moved a little bit more. And it's up to one and a half. I believe the line opened at a pick. So point and a half might seem like enough to you. I thought it would get to two at this point. It got up to two at some of the other books and MGM was one of them. Earlier in the week, uh, dropped back down to one and Rutgers minus one. 
And now it's back up to Rutgers minus one and a half. So keys for me with the Scarlet Knights in this game. Number one, they could turn Clemson over. Clemson really struggles to handle the ball. with Some really good guards besides Amir Sims, who kind of plays that point forward role at times. But if Geo Baker and and, uh, Jacob Young are aggressive, like they were towards the latter part of conference play, Rutgers really improved defensively in terms of ball pressure and creating turnovers, which really spurts their offense. So Rutgers had the second highest opponent's turnover rate in conference play. I know we're talking about the NCAA tournament, but that's a, I mean, that's a real conference. It's not like I'm breaking down Ohio uh, conference tournament stats. I use Ohio overall body of work because we're talking about the Mac versus high level of competition. I'm not going to grade Ohio on, on Mac stats. Rutgers should be able to turn Clemson over. And they also have one of the better perimeter defenses going up against a Clemson team that wants to shoot the three. They rely on their three at like a top, top 33 point scored rate of college basketball. You can check uh, those metrics out. Check out the full breakdown on radio.com and the BeckQL app at BeckQL app on Twitter. If Rutgers can expose this team defensively, they'll be able to control the pace. They'll speed up Clemson and they'll win this game by, by two possessions. If, if Rutgers can't turn Clemson over, then, then Clemson will win this game by probably a bucket or two. But to me, the matchup is in favor of Rutgers, a team that, yes, they struggled down the stretch, but I think this region is is open for Rutgers to make a run. Yeah, I mean, to me, uh, Clemson is one of the worst teams in this tournament. I mean, to take a team that I really liked, who got a bad matchup, I think Abilene Christian would probably blow Clemson out, to be honest with you. Like how, that, did that, they get, how, how did they get a higher scene than Georgia Tech? I have no idea. Like, I, I really don't. I have, like, I watch Clemson play, and, and I don't get it. They, I know they got a couple of nice wins on their resume, but to me, this is one of the I, – I would have faded Clemson if they announced any other name but Rutgers. I, <laughs> I mean, it's a – I just you, – you've ruined Rutgers for me so much, I can't even get any joy out of winning money. But hopefully we'll get our round two matchup, Rutgers and Houston. That'll be fun. But I do think Rutgers wins this game. I think they're the better team, and I think they match up well with them. Do you know what you've ruined for me? Oh, what? Colgate toothpaste. Yep. There it I'll is. I'll tell you one thing. Colgate, Colgate covers that game, and I'm never going back. I, the Colgate toothpaste will be banned from this house forever. <laughs> now, people don't know this. I live 90 minutes away from Colgate. So if they do cover, I'm going to go egg the damn campus. Got to get that on Twitter <laughs> at that QL app. I, I will. I I just have this image in my head of your kid walking in, coming back from the dentist and being like, Hey dad, like got my teeth cleaned. Got a, got a pack of Colgate, not a pack. It's not a gum pack. Got whatever, like a little container thingy of Colgate toothpaste. And you just, you chuck it at the ground. You throw it out of the house. You say, <laughs> you know, what's great about like- my kids. They're so used to me. Like I'll be in here and I'll be like, you mother. And I'll, you know, I'll be going crazy and they'll just be like on their iPads or like doing homework. And I'll be like, sorry, boys. And they'll be like, that's okay. <laughs> they're just, they're used to all my shenanigans by now. I feel like this is a sitcom in the making. Like everybody loves Raymond. I feel like the Consali <laughs> sitcom is coming to BeckQL app on Twitter, whether it goes to, to network TV or not. Well, hey, if hey, if a if a good sitcom is a guy sitting in his recliner and not moving much, this will hit because I bought a new car on Saturday. Brand Ooh. new car. I came home, put it in the garage. We haven't touched it since. It's, <laughs> it's got like two miles on it. What kind of car? Ford Explorer. Nice. I take it. Is that like you get a truck? I don't even know what a Florida Explorer looks like. No, it's just a big SUV. It's something you get when you have kids, even though uh, t- I'll tell you one thing. One person who never has to worry about going over their lease miles is me because uh, we do not, I do not, dr- I do not leave the house often. And this week, forget about it. So I guess we'll drive it again next Wednesday. <laughs> Moving on in our best bets. It's been a fun show. And it's already <laughs> 9 36 my time, 10 36 Tom's time. Yeah, we're taking. I I should. I already lost my bet. Whoever booked the the total uh, of Tom staying on the show, uh, whoever booked that gets a lot of money because I bet the under, and so did everybody else. Uh, I was I was late coming on because I actually dozed off before the show. But you get me on here, you know, I'll bring it a little bit. Were you asleep in the recliner? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Incredible. I'm telling you, it it really is a sitcom in the making. All I right. wish you guys could see my house. I literally have an in law apartment. I bought a house with an in-law apartment, and it's only for me. I have my own shower, my own bathroom. I, I have it all. I never have to leave. I have my own entrance. It's phenomenal. I'm telling you, man. There's, some, there's something up at the Casali household. <laughs> <laughs> moving, moving along uh, for our best bets. So I've covered Ohio, hopefully. 
uh, on Saturday. I've covered Rutgers. We talked about Rutgers and Clemson. Let's go to Santa Barbara, or should we go back to chronological order, Tom? What do you think? No, because you you like that's our last best bet, right? You have no. I have one more in there. You do? Oral Roberts, Ohio State. It's been a oh, long day for you, huh? You put that. That's not in the article. Yeah, it is. It is. Oh, that's right. You misspelled that guy's name so badly. I could. I didn't even know who he was. But I, I really. Like, oh my god. The I was like, is this who I think it is? And I, <laughs> it took me it took me longer to find out who that name was than uh, than uh, to edit the article. That's right, I, I forgot you had that. So yeah, go into that one because that one I don't know. I I I bet Oral Roberts to win their conference tournament. I mean, I kind of like the team, but I just don't know about this matchup. Yeah. So from the beginning of the article, I talked about this. You can check it out on Radio.com. Check it out on BetQL. Ohio State, just from a market standpoint, to me. And you could, you know, feel free to bounce back here. I, I feel like they're a little overvalued after their conference tournament run to the title game. And you go back to who they played. Arguably could have lost to Purdue. That was a coin flip game, even though they were up by double digits in the first half and Purdue came back. Coin flip game at overtime. Ohio State takes over. Uh, f- so that was Friday. And I know they beat Minnesota on Thursday. And they almost, Minnesota kind of came back in that game. But, I'll, you know, Ohio State deserves credit for that one, of course. Saturday, they beat Michigan without Isaiah Livers. And they played well defensively. Seth Towns was really big without Kyle Young. I also don't, like, let's double check the status here on Kyle Young. I believe he's still questionable for the matchup against Oral Roberts in the first round. I don't think there's anything updated on Young against Oral Roberts. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he wasn't in the team picture today. So that that is kind of concerning for Ohio State if Kyle Young doesn't come back from the concussion. So no Young. They beat Michigan uh, without Livers for the Wolverines. They played a very competitive game against Illinois. I mean, that that you cannot take away from them. But regardless, so Ohio State's perimeter defense has not shown up. They're still giving up a bottom, I think it's like bottom 150, bottom 120 in college basketball, opponent's three-point percentage. And it's been way up there over their last five or six games. Lost four in a row, like I mentioned, going into the Big Ten tournament. So you look at this point spread, I bet MGM uh, for Ohio State and Royal Roberts, it's down to 15 and a half. So money did come in today on Oral Roberts, clearly, but I would still bet Oral Roberts at 15 and a half, total of 156 and a half, and Oral Roberts to win outright is 10 to one on the money line. They're not going to win outright, but this this line is inflated for an Oral Roberts team that could shoot the three ball at a very high percentage, ninth highest uh, three-point scoring rate in the country, and 11th highest three-point percentage in college basketball. Yeah, I mean, the way I look at it, you know, I I look at these teams in their tournaments, and I I try to match them with teams I want to bet. So, like, I thought if Oral Roberts played Texas, that would have been a nightmare matchup for him with Texas's big guys. And I also thought if Abilene Christian played Ohio State, that would have been a great matchup for Abilene Christian. So those kind of got reversed. So I do think because of the way Ohio State plays and the way Oral Roberts shoots the ball, I can see that. Um, you know, they don't have they don't have quite the the size of a Michigan or a Texas or teams like that. So I do see it from from that standpoint. And it'll be interesting. Do you I mean to me, this feels like a lot of a lot of points in this game. Is that right? Yeah, I mean, we're talking about talking about more than five possessions with the hook, and what was an extra point and a half in terms of five possessions. But do you think there's going to be a lot of points scored? Oh, I thought you were I thought you were throwing it back to me with the spread. Yeah, well, I, I could I could see this being an overplay. I mean, it's a little it's it's up from one fifty five and a half earlier in the week at Bad MGM to one fifty six and a half, so it's already up a point. I guess this would be my breaking point to betting the the over in this game. They got the Oral Roberts team total up there. Let me pull that up. It will be nice if, if you were on BetMGM right now as well. I am. I am just realized that I do have it up. But I thought maybe you were looking right at it, to be honest. Fair enough. The team total in this game for Oral Roberts is, let's look at like the flat line here, uh, 70 and a half. Oh, I like the over. I think. Is that going to be a bet? Uh, I don't know. I'll 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 toy with it. What what, what day is this game on? Uh, Friday. So this is after your Colgate Arkansas game. Yeah, I think we'll have to play it by ear here. I lose Arkansas, and you're going to have. Let me put it this way: we lose Arkansas. Tom's going to have more than two first round best bets. Incredible. And I'll maybe be, I'll, be, I'll be chasing like a mother. I'll have I'll have Drexel. I'll, I'll have the Oral Roberts money line. I'll be all over the place. Appreciate that. Uh, hopefully it doesn't get to that point for Tom. We're all rooting for Arkansas for your for your mental sanity at this point. <laughs> Literally everybody who's in this 
on this stream. All right, moving along here. So we broke down three of them. Other bet, before we get to your questions, we'll go through every comment in rapid-fire fashion. Uh, UCSB, say that four times fast. UCSB, Santa Barbara, going up against Creighton in the first round. Santa Barbara as one of the best guards in college basketball. I'll mention it with Jason Preston. Ja'Cory McLaughlin is one of the best point guards of the country. Top 45 assist rate. One of their sixth men, and, and the sixth man of the year in the Big, in the big West, um, is uh, Sonny one of their guards who puts up like over uh, round double digits. He might be out for with an injury. I think it's an ankle injury for Sonny. He injured it going back to the, the championship game. If he's out, it's a concerning injury for, for UCSB. Uh, but from the defensive end, he's not a great defender. So even going up against a Creighton team that could shoot the three ball, yes. Uh, Santa Barbara doesn't allow a ton of threes. They're not, from a percentage standpoint, see, this is where people could get skewed. Because you look at the percentage standpoint from or from the perspective of Santa Barbara's perimeter defense going up against Creighton. Again, Creighton, one of the best three-point shooting teams in college basketball. But they're allowing a 33.4% three-point clip to their opponents. But then you look at the opponent's three-point scoring rate, which shows how many shots you can get off from three. And we're talking about a 26.5% opponent's three-point scoring rate. So even when you're allowing that many or that high of a percentage from three, their guards and their ball pressure on the perimeter don't allow three-point shots to get off against the Creighton team that relies on the three. So I think they match up well from that perspective. They also want to uh, uh, slow down the pace. Creighton wants to speed you up. Unlike if we go think about the Villanova-Winthrop matchup, another, another Big East matchup. So if McLaughlin could play in the half court, and if, if this team, if, if Santa Barbara can, if the Gauchos can be efficient in the half court, they're going to cover this line and keep this thing within three possessions. I feel like the market was overinflating this because of the signing news yesterday. And now that he's, it's still questionable. So even if he doesn't play from a defensive standpoint, I'm not super worried. And from a, again, from the market inflating this line back up to seven and a half, I took it yesterday. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting. Uh, you and Reed Wallach, uh, our uh, colleague at, BetQL. I know you both like this. You're, yeah, I, mean, I think you've kind of talked me into it. I'll be honest with you. That's a conference I didn't really get get a lot of – I didn't grasp it this year. Uh, I tend to gravitate to a few conferences and kind of stick there uh, when I'm doing well. So I didn't see a lot of the a lot of games in that conference, and I did watch the championship game. I mean, I, I see they have some impressive players, like you mentioned. So, listen, I'm not a Creighton fan. I've said that since the preseason podcast. I, uh, you know, I know Goodman and some other people were telling us Creighton. I didn't get it. Uh, I thought their year was last year. So I could definitely see them being a first-round upset. I'm going to take the game because you and Reed uh, sold me on it. So if it loses, at least I know who to blame. There you go. Uh, a couple more a couple more things to point out. Uh, Sal and Norris. Sal's not uh, a high major transfer, but still a really good interior big down low. Norris, Oregon transfer. So they have high major talent on this roster. And it's, you know, it's an added bonus if Sonny plays. If he doesn't, I feel like it was baked into the seven and a half of the market. Drove it down to, to a six and a half yesterday or drove it back up to seven and a half. I feel like the, the injury was baked into the six, went back up. Okay. You want to back Creighton at seven and a half? Market came back down to seven today. So I'm more than happy with the seven and a half getting three possessions. Yeah, and that, that's one of the things. I mean, I know you've mentioned the Auburn-New Mexico State game from a couple of years ago. I liked New Mexico State a lot that year. I bet them in that game. But one of the reasons I did is because they had those kinds of transfers. You know, they have, you know, big uh, big name transfers. I think that means a lot in the tournament because the – so you know those guys are – those guys can play, right? They, they can play pretty much anywhere. So that's an interesting aspect to yeah I, you know the more you talk about it the more I do like this game uh, even though I, I think I took Creighton on my uh, on my sheet but every everybody's yelling at me they said I'm too chalky so <laughs> and, uh, I, I went all chalk so maybe I'll switch it up there you go no I mean I, hey man your brackets your bracket and we both have uh, one of the same teams in the final four actually three of them so if we you know if one of us has a bad tournament. The other one's probably going to have a bad tournament. It should be, should be a lot of fun. So let's go through. Now it's time. We're going to go through every single one of our comments. We promised it. We have no music to go along with it, but we're going to do it anyways. So what are we calling this? You called it the Patriot League lightning round. Can we translate or move lightning round over to this? The Yeah. Yeah. This is a March Madness lightning round. Otherwise known as Tom's about to go to sleep in 15 minutes. <laughs> All right. Let's move along here. So coming from Rish Hay. I guess more thrilled. Oh, that was a comment about Tom sleeping. All right. Next question. Texas champs. 
15 seconds or less, Tom, go. Texas what? Champs. Oh, yeah, I have them in the final four. Um, I do have Gonzaga beating them. That was a coin flip for me. I, I have a futures on Texas, so I was kind of doing the reverse jinx thing where I ended up taking the team that I didn't have. So I think it will be Texas and Gonzaga in the final four. All right, I have Texas beating Gonzaga in the final four. I think their athleticism is going to carry them through the East region. Watch out for Brock Cunningham. I mentioned him to Tom yesterday. He is a matchup nightmare off the bench for Shaka Smart defensively. And Jace Fabris, too. Those two guys, if Texas makes a run, they're going to have a big tournament. And it might not show for Cunningham in the, the box score, but he matching up against James Booknight, potentially in the Sweet 16. John Petty, if Michigan gets to, to the Elite Eight. If, if it's Florida State, Scotty Barnes. If it's Gonzaga in the Final Four, Corey Kispert. Brock Cunningham can make a name for himself, not as a draft pick, but as a really important piece for Texas. And you can read the rest of why Tom and I like Texas on BeckQL on the BeckQL app or on radio.com. All right, next question. That took longer than 30 seconds. I need some winners. We gave you some winners. Uh, (laughs) Even without Moses Wright, is Georgia Tech a valuable bet time? So we go back to the BetMGM board here. And again, use the promo code ELI600 for a $600 free bet, max $600 free bet on BetMGM using the promo code ELI600. That line is up to five and a half. So Goodman breaks the news. And it's up to five and a half. And the Ramblers, or the Yellow Jackets, are plus 200 now on the money line, total of 124 and a half. I don't think Georgia Tech has a big to match up against Crutwig, but man, if I could bet this game in Illinois, it's intriguing to get two possessions with a really, a really experienced Georgia Tech team and guards that could turn you over, even though Loyola Chicago plays at that pace where they don't turn it over either. Yeah, I mean, it's getting up there, obviously. So to me, now this would be Georgia Tech or no bet. With you there. I thought you'd go a little longer while I drank a, a sip of water. These are supposed to be 30 seconds, I thought. <laughs> it's true. All right, I, I would agree with Tom. I would go with Georgia Tech plus five, uh, plus five and a half, actually. I bet MGM, but not an official play, not an actual bet for Tom and I. Just if you want to bet the game, if you're like Tom and, and Colgate wins the game outright against Arkansas, you want some action. Georgia Tech it is on Friday. Yeah, if uh, if you're looking for more plays, uh, check out my Twitter if Arkansas loses. I have a bunch. <laughs> I We need the video, but I'm not going to do that to you because I would be a mess. You know I what could... I would like? I would like the score to be 68 to 42. Let's have that video. Would love it. I want so to like see 10, you get hyped. Ten minutes to ten minutes to go in the game, where 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 Tom is sitting back in the recliner, he's sucking down one of those eight percent uh, seltzers, and he's loving life. <laughs> Sucking down one of those eight percent seltzers. <laughs> Moving on, I'm back QL daily. I'm back with my Eastern Washington money line bias. No Jalen Wilson. So current line on BetMGM for Kansas and Eastern Washington, it's down from eleven. I believe it opened at 11 at BetMGM on Selection Sunday. Uh, Kansas is a 10.5-point favorite, total of 147.5. Eastern Washington plus 475 on the money line. If you want to go one way, I would go with Eastern Washington. Now, Jalen Wilson really struggled to shoot down the stretch. And so did Oche Agbaji. So did Mark, I mean, Marcus Garrett has struggled to shoot all year. McCormick is going to play. Eastern Washington doesn't have a ton of size. I would lean towards Eastern Washington. I know I'm a dog player, but no Wilson. No, uh, as much as I said, he struggled to shoot. That's one of your better scores and a score Kansas relies around to get to the rim. So I would, I would lean Eastern Washington, but not, not going to be a bet for me. Yeah. I looked at this game a lot. I, I kind of lean Kansas a little bit. I would never lay the points with them right here, but like you said, the size issue bothers me. Um, I don't think this is a great matchup for Eastern Washington. I I wouldn't go money line here if you like if you like it take the take the points but I could see Kansas winning this game by fifteen plus. All right, Mizzou with Oklahoma news. So we look at the updated odds at BetMGM. Missouri now a one point favorite, but some juice on Oklahoma at plus one as a one point dog. Line opener around two before the Harmon news came out earlier today that he's out for the first two games with COVID. Total of one forty and a half, and it's it's actually minus one ten on the money line. So if you want. Oklahoma on the money line, you're getting a better price. If you want to take Missouri on the money line at minus 110, I would take that instead of the minus one, minus 105 on the Tigers at this point. Tom, would you bet Missouri? No, I mean, I I know I've been talking about Arkansas all week, but I actually had as much money on Oklahoma as I did Arkansas. So that's how much I like the game. That's why I bet out of it. I still do have Oklahoma and some parlays uh, going at minus two. I think they win the game. 
but now it's just it's too much up in the air. Again, I, you know, this was pretty even game to begin with. I thought Oklahoma was the better team, but why try to pick the winner here? I go. I think there's other games on the board that have you know to bet other than trying to figure out who's going to win this game. What about the total? Would you consider Oklahoma team total under in this game or or the full game under? I'm pulling it up on BetMGM to see what it is. You got me thinking about that with Oral Roberts and with Arkansas. Maybe a team total under for Oklahoma with how much Harmon meets to that offense, even though it's not Austin Reeves like we saw down the stretch. Then again, Oklahoma won some games without Reeves. Uh, Team total for this game for the Sooners. Let's see what it is here. It's actually not on the board. Let's... Yeah, they must have, because of the odds adjustment with Missouri, Oklahoma, must have taken it off the board. Would you consider, though, an Oklahoma team total under? Yeah, that, that, that makes sense to me. This seems like an ugly game now. You know, the reason I liked it, I mean, the reason Harmon was the picture for our article was because I was talking about the three different scores they have and how that would give Missouri. I mean, the, the whole thing got, you know, blown up in smoke. So I do think my entire theory for betting Oklahoma has kind of hurt a lot with Harmon not being there. So could definitely see a lower scoring uh, close game. All right, over to North Texas, Purdue. This line, we got a question about, how about some love for the Mean Green? Or wasn't verbatim, but you get my point at this point. Uh, Purdue, a seven and a half point favor, total of 126 and a half at BetMGM. North Texas is plus 280 on the money line. I have Purdue going to my, see, here's the problem with the South region. I have no fucking clue. I have absolutely no clue. I don't think Baylor's getting there. I think Arkansas is a shot. I think Texas Tech is a shot. I think a lot of teams have a shot. But this is a tough matchup for Purdue in the first round. If Purdue gets by this matchup, I think the path is solid, especially if they get to that game against Baylor. Then again, we'll see what happens to that Wisconsin-UNC uh, game because either one of those teams could pose a problem for Baylor in the round of 32. So looking at this matchup here, if, if the mean green, if North Texas shoot well from three because Purdue, that's their biggest defensive liability, uh, giving up the 28th highest three-point scoring rate in college basketball. But if you look at the, the breakdown here, Yes, North Texas shoots a lot of threes, or at least that's where the majority of their points come from, just from uh, if you split up inside the arc from the free throw line and from beyond the arc. But at the other end of the floor for Purdue, the key for the Boilermakers in this game is, can they get to the free throw line? Because if Purdue can attack the paint with that size advantage over North Texas with, uh, I was about to say Matt Harms, which, with uh, with Zach Eady and Travion Williams, they're winning this game by, they're going to cover. Not going to bet it, but it's, it's whether... Uh, North Texas can get on a run like they did in like a first half against West Virginia going back to non-conference play or Purdue can establish their size. Uh, to be honest, outside of the 16-1 uh, games, this is the one game I have absolutely no opinion on. I, I, I tried to find an angle one way or the other. I couldn't. So since I don't have an opinion on it, let me just say this. I might have another. For, one thing we forgot to mention is the first four. If Drake wins and we both have Drake, I like them against uh, USC, and I like them to get to the Sweet 16. So that might be another bet of mine is Drake. I like them to make a run, man. I, I really do. This team, even without Roman Penn, we mentioned it. It's up on BetQL, so check out the uh, check out the breakdown. We won't spend too much time breaking it down here, but you can go check it out on the BetQL app. Uh, of course, your best way, the, the most efficient way to beat the sports book. Download the BetQL app today in the Apple App Store or on Google Play. Any let's want to pull the BetQL app to see if they have any any thoughts on this Drake game for tomorrow. I'll get that in a second. But uh going back to Purdue North Texas, Tom. So so no play for you. Any any thoughts on on a potential Baylor Purdue matchup in the Sweet 16? Yeah, I, I I differ from you with Baylor. I have them winning it all. Uh so but I do think there's gonna be some tough games. One of the interesting things I think with the one seeds I think a lot of their second games are going to be tough. Like like you said, UNC poses some matchup problems for Baylor. Let's say Loyola wins and they get Illinois. That's a tough one. Um, Gonzaga, I mean, they'll kick the snot out of Oklahoma or Missouri. But uh, And then Michigan plays. Watch out if it's St. Bonaventure. That, that'll be interesting. Uh, and I think it will be St. Bonaventure. So the Michigan, I, I think, has got too much offense for LSU. But St. Bonaventure would be a tougher matchup, I think. So I do think these one seeds have a couple of pitfalls early on in the tournament. Yeah, whether they cover the games or not. I'm with you. There are some tough matchups. Yeah, if if Gonzaga, man, I would love to see Jason Preston against Gonzaga. It wouldn't end well, but would still love to see it. 
Uh, uh, and if listen, one I think one of the reasons I was so excited about Oklahoma was because I had my eyes on that second round matchup. I mean, Gonzaga will I mean they will destroy Oklahoma in every possible way. They will kill them. So if we can get that, you give me the line, and I don't care what it is. No doubt, round of thirty-two matchup. Tom's talking about between Gonzaga. Yeah, and I do want to mention that too. I only have a couple bets in round one. I tend to have my biggest bets in the tournament in round two and in the Sweet 16 round. Those are the two rounds where I usually do the best. So I kind of sit back a little bit in the first round, throw it all on against Colgate, you know, get it over with early, and let's see what happens. All right, moving along here. Want to try to speed this, this up a little bit. Is Baylor starting to become overlooked 15 seconds or less? It is our questionnaire. Uh, questionnaire. No, no I, I think everyone knows how good they are. Oh, you, you missed my my other point. But yeah, uh lightning round here really quick. So you think they you think uh they are starting to become overlooked in the market? I don't think so either, but I'm on the flip side of it again. You like Baylor to win it all. I think their defense has gotten to the point where they're gonna get upset at some point. And maybe I'll look like the the idiot come the final four or come the you know the the elite eight, uh the regional final in the south. But uh, Baylor's defense a top 20 at the very least defense all season, a top two team in college basketball since the COVID layoff. It's not COVID at this point anymore. They just don't look right. I, I agree, but I will say this. I think the break here is going to benefit no team more than Baylor. I think this week off is going to get them re-energized entering the tournament. That's just my hunch. So we'll see what happens. It's a good point. Uh, moving along here, Texas and Oklahoma state getting a lot of attention. Tom and I like Texas to make the final four. I would have bet Liberty if I could have gotten nine and a half. Seven and a half, I'm not going to bet that. Kate Cunningham might take over down the stretch. But, man, you want to play at that kind of a pace. And Liberty rebounds the ball really well, a really good point guard in, in Darius McGee. They could they could upset Oklahoma State. And, and we we might not see that that sweet 16 that everybody wants with Illinois and Oklahoma State. Yeah, and both those, teams, both those teams have tough first-round matchups, so they better come to play. You know, again, I would have bet Abilene Christian virtually virtually any team but two, and they got one of them. So, but if, if the Horns don't come to play, Abilene Christian will beat them outright. And Liberty is another tough first round matchup. And sometimes these bigger teams aren't mentally prepared for that first round game. They better be, or they're going home. The one thing I like about Texas against Abilene Christian is they are very experienced. Yeah. And it's a good matchup for them. If they, Like you said, if they don't turn the ball over a bunch, they're going to win that game pretty easily. No doubt. Uh, Trevor Carney asked, team to go in the with in the East and South, if I pick the Zags and Illini in a 100-person pool. I think, again, from an East, from the East region perspective within the bracket, and if you're trying to get an edge, I kind of like my final four for an edge with Texas and Purdue to kind of have something different than the rest of the, the brackets. What about you, Tom? Well, now you know it's getting late because I don't understand the question. What is it? <laughs> so if you're trying to cr- create an edge for yourself and you already have Illinois and Gonzaga, you're trying to beat the market, oh. per se. Oh, I, yeah. Um, I would say, like you said, Texas, or if you want to get a little nuts, UConn, because I think whoever comes out of Texas, UConn, Alabama, that death match down there is going to go to the final four. And, you know, listen, I love Arkansas. It's one of the reasons I like him. In the, I got him 100 to 1 to win it all. I think they're a threat to go to the final four. The one, and I, I agree with your point, especially I mentioned the South region. I think it's the most wide open region, even though people are talking about the East. If Texas comes to play, I think that's their region. Don't turn the ball over, Matt Coleman. Um, Going back to the, I want to go back to UConn and Alabama, that little sector of the East region really quick. Nate Oates said earlier today that Josh Primo is unlikely to play this weekend, or at least on, on I think it's the first round against Iona. That would be a big loss. Alabama needs all the scoring it can get because, again, when they go cold, it's not a great look, and you're missing a healthy Jordan Bruner and no primo, uh, especially from a defensive standpoint, is a loss for the time. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, if it's if it's UConn, that I mean, they have the interior big bodies down low to give Alabama problems. Um, I think they match up better with Maryland, so that would be an easier game for them. So we'll have to see who comes out of that. But I do like UConn to win that game. With you there, we'll see if RJ Cole plays for UConn. Uh, up, up against Maryland. That's a big injury to watch for mm-hmm. before you bet that game. Make sure you get the update on Cole first. Uh, what are the chances Michigan gets to the Final Four? It's not happening without livers. I don't think so. I mean, yeah, 
See, I have them going to the Elite Eight, so I I, I do I still think they're a very good team. I, I don't think they're going to get there, though. The the more I look at it, the more that second-round matchup, if it's St. Bonaventure, scares the bejesus out of me, if I'm a Michigan fan. That's a team that, you know, not saying people who, who listen to our show, but that a lot of people haven't seen and are very, very dangerous, their style of play in the tournament. Uh, that's going to be a tough game against LSU, but I'll probably be taking the points with the Bonnies in round two. All right. I, if St. Bonaventure wins that game, that, see, that's, that's a great point. Number one, I mean, from Tom's perspective, from my perspective, clearly, if you look at our best bets article, we have six combined best bets. You, we're not dying to bet every game on the board, unlike our good friend from BetQL, Reed Wallach. So right. if St. Bonaventure advances, you don't need to bet LSU St. Bonaventure. Just wait. Right. Wait. wait. Till that Exactly. And if you listen, if you're looking for more action, follow Reed Wallach on Twitter. I think there's only two games he hasn't bet so far. He doesn't have a lean on that Gonzaga. He doesn't want to lay the points with the Zags. But other than that, Reed's got Reed's got to play on every game. All right, moving along here. Can Utah State cover the four against Texas Tech with that rebounding mismatch? So uh, pulling up the line here on BetMGM, uh, it is down to four. Got as high as five earlier in the week, open at four and a half at BetMGM. Texas Tech minus four, total of 131 and a half. And the Aggies are plus 155 on the money line. Kate is a mismatch, but Texas Tech's ball pressure. See, this isn't like a, a Mountain West game. And I'm by no means am I saying Utah State is your prototypical mid-major team that could get ousted and blown out. But Texas Tech plays that prototypical Chris Beard no-middle defense where you pack the paint. It's not a Virginia pack line because they're not trying to pressure the ball. Texas Tech is trying to pressure the ball. I don't see Kade having one of those games. I, I've seen sharps on Utah State this week. Maybe maybe I'm wrong. I'm not betting Texas Tech. I think the line is about right at this point at four. And Utah State might cover it. But if Kade dominates, Utah State wins this game outright. But the question is, can you effectively get the ball down low to him against an undersized Texas Tech team, but they have the, the advantage with their style of defense? Yeah, I lean Texas Tech here. Uh, again, it's, it's about matchups, but I think overall, I think the Big 12 is going to have a good weekend. I mean, these teams have been beating the snot out of each other all year. I, I think some of them have some good matchups here. The I think this is a there's too much respect for Utah State. I think they're a solid team, but like you said, I think there's one way for them to win this game. And if it doesn't happen that way, I think they're in trouble. By the way, we just got a, a comment from one of our Listeners, and we appreciate it. R.J. Cole. Uh, actually, okay, so a little earlier, we got some news that R.J. Cole is going to play. So, I mean, that's big for UConn, and it reflects in the line for sure, the updated line. Uh, it, it's, it got up to three for UConn earlier in the week. Uh, now it's down to two and a half. If I, if I was going to bet a side in that game, I'd bet UConn if Cole is going to play. So that's my take on the Huskies with that updated news. Yeah, it's it's weird. I, I can't pull a trigger on that game, but I think UConn's going to win by 15. So I don't know why I haven't bet it. I just, I keep, I swear to God, every night I'm staring at it like this. Just, you know, and I, I haven't pulled the trigger. I, there's something holding me back. But I really think UConn's going to win that game easily. Danny Hurley going up against Mark Turgeon. I don't, Mark Turgeon is, I mean, he's not even overrated, but just, just watching him coach, especially in the tournament and in big moments. Almost came back against LSU, though. Shout out to Anthony Cowan for bringing him back in that game a couple of years ago against, against the Tigers. Is Danny Hurley a good coach? I don't know. I, <laughs> I, guess, I mean, I don't think he's bad. Let's put it that way. Yeah, I just, I, I think that's, that's a big question that we're going to get an answer to because if UConn wins that game outright, they get to the Sweet 16. Danny Hurley had that all that respect from his days at Rhode Island, right? That's where he came from, uh, from going to Connecticut. This is a, a big matchup for him. Uh, just you get UConn in the Big East. You have a star that's going to go to the NBA draft, I believe, in James Booknight. You have to win this game. I think mm -hmm. there might be more pressure on, on Hurley than Mark Turchin at this point. Yeah, I think Maryland overachieved this year. If I'm, you know, I, I, they're right about where they should be for what I thought they had this season. You know, they had a nice run there for a while. So, yeah, I think UConn's clearly the better team. Yeah. Uh, the, the other thing to watch for in that game, again, lean UConn, Tom and I both do, not going to bet it. Maryland's bigs can stretch out that UConn front court with Donta Scott. Uh, uh, I think it's Jarius Hamilton when he comes off the bench. He's inconsistent, so is Scott. But when they're on, they can, I mean, they can give this UConn front court a lot of problems. Somebody asked in the chat really quick, uh, and a good point by Return of the Zach, actually, our good friend, 
uh, Jimmy Patsos told us that Mark Turgeon and uh, Danny Hurley got into a fight post game after they played in 2015. It's going to be a hell of a game to watch. Just want to sit back like Tom, have a pizza box in front of mm-hmm. me with three or four beers and be drunk at that point. We're actually hosted together. How about that? 7 p.m. Better get your ass off the couch. Um, well, 7 p.m. on the score. I'll tell you one thing. You better hope Arkansas wins. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be, I'm going to ask you a question on the radio. No answer. <laughs> I'm going to pull a beer. Sorry. Uh, last question I want to get to for tomorrow's first four. UCLA, Michigan State. Quick thoughts. That line, by the way, at BetMGM is sitting at, before we get out of here, MSU minus two, total of 135. UCLA is plus 115 on the money line. I lean UCLA a little bit. I, I'm just so anti-Michigan State. I don't like that team at all. Uh, you know, I know UCLA lost those games down the stretch there, but I thought they played well in uh, against Colorado and against USC. I give a slight lean. I, I'm not going to bet the game. Uh, tomorrow it's Draker. That's it for me. You look at how Michigan State wants to score, and it's really not their bigs. They don't have a go-to big like they did with Nick Ward or Kenny Goins. I love that Michigan State team with Cassius Winston that made it to the Final Four and Texas Tech upset them. Uh, Michigan State does have the size advantage, but they have to be able to get to the rim. Aaron Henry has to dominate in the half court. And I don't know if it happens, even against a susceptible UCLA defense, to Tom's point. Michigan State allowing the second highest two-point squared rate in Big Ten play, and it's not great overall. They also allow a ton of teams to get to the free throw line and and score efficiently from the free throw line at that. Uh, UCLA can get to the free throw line with those guards. Uh, Tiger Campbell, I think he's got to be aggressive tomorrow against a Michigan State point guard, whether it's Foster, Lawyer, or Hogard, I don't care. Tiger has to be uh, aggressive and hunt his shot for UCLA to win that game outright tomorrow, which I yeah, think he will. That, that, that game could go over the total, I think. The UCLA's defense is awful. And Michigan State doesn't mind playing fast if you if you pick up the pace. So uh, total seemed a little bit low to me, but I don't want to bet a total on a Thursday night. I hate betting totals. Well, do you hate betting any futures, Tom? Because last thing I want to get to on the podcast before we get out of here, anything about MGM catch your eye from a future standpoint, from a, a, a team betting a team on, on in the futures market to win a region? Gonzaga, just looking at the West region, is the favorite at minus 175. Baylor, even money to win the South. Michigan, plus 175 still, which I think is overpriced without livers, uh, to win the East. And then Illinois, plus 150 to win the Midwest. Yeah, I just pulled it up here. Um, so yeah, Michigan I think is overvalued for sure. The you know I, the best bet on the board here I think is Texas plus five fifty to win the East. That's uh, what are they doing behind Florida State? That right. there's too much there's too much Florida State respect. I mean, think about that. Florida State's plus five hundred and Texas is plus five fifty. That is my. Uh, I'm actually going to bet that tonight. Uh, I didn't see that earlier. So that is my favorite uh, region play future. That's how you know Tom and I are on the same page. I'm right there with you, man. Texas plus five seventy five at BetMGM. If you're not in the state, if you're on the the uh, the state's eligible to bet with BetMGM, you can get a good price on Texas. Just looking at that region, the way it shakes out the way Texas's guards can play one of the most experienced teams in college basketball. I wanted to bet this team at 50 to one before the season didn't pull the trigger, got a 40 to one uh, a couple of weeks ago. I'm very bullish on Texas. And if they get matched up against Gonzaga, watch out. So that's going to do it, man. Well, one quick one though, before we go, the, I just saw this, you know, to me, Arkansas is the most undervalued team in the country. We'll find out. I mean, 10 to one, in the in the south, I mean, you can do a lot worse. I mean, Villanova's ten to one; they're not going anywhere. So, I think Arkansas has a little bit of value there too. Yeah, yeah. Looking, uh, if you look at the futures market, um, North Carolina ten to one as well. Villanova, like you mentioned, ten to one. And Purdue is ten to one. See, if they get matched up against Baylor, Arkansas doesn't have like that back to the basket big. That's my problem with it. But I, 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 I still like it. If they match up against Baylor, you're one, you know, you're 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 one game away from winning the region. So you you got them uh, ten to one. You can do some things. I would love to see Arkansas Texas Tech Musselman against Beer. That is a a quality coaching matchup for a Musselman for a coach of Musselman that wasn't getting a lot of respect after Nevada had some of those early round upsets with with some really good mid major transfers with Caroline. Um, they had a five star big at the time and they lost pretty early in the tournament. Lost to Loyola Chicago that year. The, the year the Ramblers went to the Final Four. Uh, anything else, Tom, before we get out of here? Nope, that's it. All right. Remember to 
Use the promo code ELI600 at BetMGM. And of course, BetQLU is brought to you by BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM offers the ultimate sports betting experience with innovative parlay selection features, special odds boost, daily promotions, and much more. Turn game day into payday at BetMGM. Download the app and sign up with the promo code ELI600. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Colorado, Indiana, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Nevada, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, or West Virginia only. Again, that ELI 600 code gets you a $600 risk-free bet when you open a BetMGM account, totally free, totally risk-free, up to $600. Tom, it's been a blast working with you this week. It's been a blast working with you for the last six or seven months. We have a tournament to crush, my man. So good luck on your bets. Hopefully, Dre cashes and also your first round bets. And we'll be on when? Sunday morning, right? For round two. Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern. Can't wait. BetQLU at Thomas at the Tom Casali on Twitter, at Eli Erskovich. Follow at BetMGM on Twitter. And also follow BetQL at BetQL app. We'll talk to you guys on Sunday.